Welcome to another episode of Modern Life. This week is our Halloween episode, and for Halloween, we watched the new movie, Halloween. But before we get into that, quick shout out, if you want to reach us on Instagram or on Twitter, we'd love to hear from you guys. Our uh, tag is at Modern Life Pod, or you can also email us. Email is modernlifepod at gmail.com. And yeah, let's get into it. All right, so this week I'm with my lovely girlfriend, Stacy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You're running a little bit of a fever, but you're fighting it through here for the podcast. I'm trying. We got no tabby today. It's just us two. We're going to talk about the new movie, Halloween. But before we get into that, as always, we'll have some modern thoughts, quote unquote. What's been on your mind lately, Stacy? Okay, so everybody's obsessed with this movie, A Star is Born, which... I still want to see. And, I know, we have um, not seen it yet. Yes, which is rad, but... Um, we probably should have seen that instead of Halloween, but that's beside the point. Yes, uh, agreed. With that being said, um, I'm looking on the news today, and there's this whole article, article in CQ about... Or GQ, sorry. CQ, that's the new GQ, magazine, GQ, right? GQ, <laughs> uh, About how people are trying to get Bradley Cooper's hairstyle. Oh, no. Um, can we just talk about the fact that he has gone on record that he doesn't wash his hair through the entire movie to get it to look Did that really? crazy? Oh, I don't know, but it no, just no looks way. like that. We, we really are, just tell me we're not going back to the nineties, um, the look grunge, of like grunge, grunge haircut where you like <laughs> literally don't wash your hair. Now don't get me wrong. I was a huge fan of Ethan Hawke back in those days. Oh, Ethan. Yeah. But we all know he looks better with his shorter hair and, like, whatever. Not know. only did Ethan Hawke not wash his hair in the 90s, but I don't think he ever saw a dentist to this day. So yes, yes. What's up with that? Why can't he fix his teeth? Because it's part of his charm. Is and he's it? still gorgeous. And Does every- he wake up in the morning yeah, and, and he's like, goes, this, this, this right here is That's part it. of my charm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Regardless of that, uh, let's not bring back the unwashed Bradley Cooper hair into... Style again, please. I'm begging you. Did he actually go on record saying he like washed it less, or did you just make that up? I mean, it definitely looks like it. Um, either that, it or he puts him. like grease in it. I I don't know. Olive oil. Olive oil, oil in his hair. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's not attractive. Let's not bring it not back. Not to you. It's not attractive to you. Okay. Can we just keep up with like taking care of ourselves and not looking like our hair is like a grease mess? A grease all. mess? Yes. All right. Well, on my mind, there were a couple articles on this in the last week, and it makes me a little bit sad, but they're saying that the golden age of, like, streaming movies, you know, Netflix, Amazon Prime, might be coming to an end because what's happening is, so Disney's going to start its own streaming service, right? So is Time Warner. And then, obviously, you have Amazon. You still have Hulu. You have Netflix. And then I think Comcast is starting its own streaming service as well. So right now you can go on Netflix and you can get Marvel movies and also you can get DC movies. But, you know, if if Disney's starting its own streaming service, they're going to take that away from Netflix. So all the Marvel stuff's going to be on the Disney only, most likely, unless Netflix wants to pay out the arse for it, right? And then if, not if, when Time Warner does its thing, they own all the DC stuff. So I'm just saying, like, everything's going to be split up 
which, you know, it, it's going to hurt places like, it's going to hurt everybody because I don't, this whole thing of, like, I, I can't subscribe to one more service. You know what I mean? I have enough stuff going on as it is. Like, my sister always gives me shit that I don't subscribe to the uh, the ad-free YouTube. And it's like, well, that's just another, like, 11 bucks a month out of my pocket. Like, I can't subscribe to every single... I'm not going to subscribe to six different streaming services. You know what I mean? Like, it's ridiculous. It's a little excessive. It, I mean, it gets to the point now where I'm already, like, on Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu. And that's about as far as I'm going to go. Yeah, and you're like... Sometimes you're trying to find one movie, and then you got to browse through everything. You're like, okay, like, where... Where, do, like, you have to check every single service. Like, where am I going to find this? I think at the end of the day, not all those streaming services are going to survive, but there's going to be a short time period here where everything's going to get split up and it's going to suck. Well, I'm all for not giving Disney any more money. So, <laughs> with no. that being said, I won't be, be subscribing but to I that. But I think one. it's also one of the reasons, I mean, Netflix knows this is coming, right? It's not a secret. I think it's one of the reasons they're doing so much original content. Yeah, doing and so to be honest many... with you, they're doing such a good job with their original well, content. Yes I like no. their movies. I, the original movies I haven't had. I, I, there's there's a couple that are coming out this month, like the new uh, Chris Pine movie there. I mean, there's some promising stuff on the horizon, but um, so far I have not been impressed by the movies. I mean, they're killing it with their TV shows, I think. But I think that's why they're investing so much in the original program, because they know... Hey, we're not going to be able to buy these Marvel movies and put them on our streaming service sometime soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a little obnoxious. So that's what's been on my mind. Um, let's talk about Halloween. Okay. Okay. So we saw the new Halloween a couple days ago. Um, first of all, um, to everyone out there, if you're going to see an R-rated horror movie, don't bring your newborn child into the oh movie my God. theater. Please don't. <laughs> there was a child in, I don't, I mean, they, they were sitting more up front in the theater, which I guess is better than sitting in the middle of everybody. But still, I mean, prob, kid was probably like a year old. Less than a year old. Cried like three times during the movie. And it's like, come on. I'm all about being able to take your kid places, but really a horror movie? Like, I just feel like that maybe... Come on. Um, What's wrong with you? I don't know. It's selfish. Um, just it, wait till it comes out. Watch it at home. Yeah. You just had a kid. Suck it up. Sorry, this is what you signed up for. Yep. Don't bring it to the R-rated movie. Right there with you. Especially when we haven't had a date night in forever, right? Yeah. And now you got to put up with this crap. Yeah. <laughs> But I think our general consensus was that we, I don't think either of us liked the movie, right? It's not that I didn't like the movie. It just didn't scare me in any way, shape, or form. But I find that that's the case with most of the horror movies these days. I, get, I mean, we watched the original Halloween just a week before, right? Yeah. yeah. And it actually was the first time I'd ever seen it. And it, like, it legitimately scared me at a bunch of points. Well... Carp John Carpenter had this amazing ability of taking like really long shots um, and like having this extreme patience when he was filming that that mm -hmm. movie where like every single dark corner became scary and you never really knew. I mean, he would like take moments of like focusing on something and you would think it that you'd see something there, but there was nothing there. It was mm -hmm. just that moment of like having the patience of like right. letting it pop out right when it needed to. Right. And they didn't do that in this movie. 
it was like more about, and I feel like they do this as like a new common theme is like, it's all about how gross the kill can be and how much blood. Like, I think the, the most violent killing in that movie was the pump, like the head being stomped on like a pumpkin. Do you remember that? Oh, really? No, that, that wasn't the most violent one to me. The most violent one to me was like towards like like one third in when he he gets he gets the knife he, it's like Halloween night and he's yeah. on the loose and he gets the knife from the house and the lady's looking out her window and he like slams her head against the window ledge and then stabs her through the throat I was like Jesus that was yeah, but really that, violent it, that that was violent I actually the, there was two other scenes that were extremely violent and didn't work for me at all um, it was the scene like I don't know why we had to spend five minutes of the buildup of finding out that there's this dancer kid in the very beginning who wants to dance and his dad's trying to give him a gun and he's the one that sees the original crash you don't remember this whole thing yeah I remember okay and he ends up dying and they take like a long time on the kid's death which I don't think there was any kids that die in the first one it was like kind of a thing like it was all like the same really style of yeah I don't know. I mean, they were all teenagers, though, in the first movie, weren't they? So they're sort of kids. And that, that's, that's another thing I wrote down. I don't know. There's a scene in the movie where he walks by a baby in the crib, and he looks at it, but then he keeps walking. And this is, like, right after he's killed two people, right? So the whole movie is all about how this guy is pure evil, right? Don't mess with pure evil. Just kill it. But if you're pure evil, he's, if he's going around just killing everything, he's going to kill that baby. So I don't... I don't quite get his motivation. Maybe he doesn't have one. That's fine. But if he's really pure evil, then have him be pure evil. You're in an R-rated movie. Like, where where does Mike Myers draw the line of, oh, wait, that's a baby in a crib. I'm not going to kill that. That that would that would give me some sort of implication that he has almost some sort of conscience, which this movie's saying he doesn't. This movie keeps repeating over and over that this guy's pure evil. So No, that's kind of the first one. The first one constantly is telling about how he's pure evil. This one actually almost humanizes him a little bit because it makes him have normal, like, like basically it, it, it gives him this motive of like wanting to kill. And that's something, if you're pure evil, you don't, there's no like ramification of needing to like go back and kill something that you, that you missed like the first time. But I keep saying, they keep saying in the movie that he's pure evil. It keeps repeating that. No, like the doctor in the first one, Dr. Loomis kept saying throughout the entire movie, like, he's evil. There's nothing there. In this one, they don't do that. Really? Yeah, this one, they actually talk about, like, his psychologist this time is kind of obsessed with him and his need for killing. But there's no... And then, like, the the other subplot with the two that want to do a podcast on on mm-hmm. him also are talking about how they want to get him to talk because they want to it's like this whole thing of like almost making him more human and that's i think what doesn't work for me in this movie yeah, but he's not human. he doesn't talk they yeah, find out he's not human I, I, no, no actually they they just get murdered by him and their teeth get pulled out and thrown in front of him which i also that scene just didn't work for me at all yeah, let's talk about that so in the beginning the the two reporters that are doing a podcast the lady's in the bathroom, and Mike Myers comes in. She doesn't know it's Mike Myers, and he just he puts his hand over the bathroom stall and like throws down a set of teeth from the guy in the car shop he just killed. It was super. You said that after the movie. It is super random. It's super random, Since when and is it Mike doesn't Myers taking people's teeth out. It he, doesn't he stabs fit people him. And move, yeah, moves on. he doesn't. There's no like. 
torture aspect he's mesmerized by the blood like after he kills somebody it's almost like he stares at it for a minute just watching the life drain out of it like that's part of his appeal but this movie like never shows that it doesn't really focus on the death afterwards Mm. it's just kind of like you see the the it after the effect i think the only way the whole teeth thing works for me if it was if it would have been her partner's teeth you know the guy she's with if you do something where he kills the guy, takes his teeth out, throws him down, and then, like, throws his head in afterwards with the teeth, like, something like that. But, but this but, is just some random guy's teeth he took out, and then he throws it in front of the reporter who the reporter pissed him off, you know, earlier in the movie by, you know, they're trying to get him to talk and show him the mask and all that. It's just no, really weird. This, the whole thing didn't work. Like, it, that's not how he... That would again. I, that's an emotion. I just see a bunch human. of people in the writers' room going, "Oh, it'd be really cool if we just threw down some bloody that's, teeth." That's to scare what I'm saying. Her, it right? like didn't work for me in any way, shape, or form. Like he just he was never vindictive in his in his killing. It was more like you're in my way. Here's this. Now I see you. Kill you. It was just. It was. But an, he's. I mean, he's fairly been. He's pretty vindictive in this movie, right? He goes after the reporters. That's what I'm saying. Everything is vindictive. That's why his character he doesn't like has work. to finish what he started with. Uh, what's her name? Is it Lori? Right, Lori Strode. Yeah. yeah, that's my whole point. They they made they humanize his evil, and it just doesn't work for me. It it it's not scary. He now just becomes a guy on a rampage to like finish the job he didn't do before. Right, but it's not consistent because. He, some some of it is revenge. Some of it in the movie, the killing he does is completely random, and then some of it is like to finish the job. Like he's got to go kill Lori and her family. Like it's all these, and then you throw that in with when I said earlier, like he looks at the baby and doesn't kill. Like I just I don't know. And there's no. It's just very I don't there was, know. There was a lot. Very I think, random. I feel like they put way too much into this. They had like a lot of subplots. Like well, that's that, all the fan service too. Yeah, I know, but you like. Why did the you have to? Why did you have to have the five minute drive of like the kid saying you wanted to dance? I mean, I know it's not five minutes, but I don't know going through that subplot. And then, I mean, I get that he tried to put in some like me too. I mean, there's like three or four different articles talking about see, I how I keep hearing this, and I don't see that at all. There's a lot of like random like woman empowering, which I think is great. But the problem is, is you had three male male people writing, co- directing, and producing this movie and you had just because it's like empowering women doesn't mean it has to do with me too why does everyone have to relate it to me too, i'm though? just i thought it was funny but there is a no, lot there, of like strong female characters but the other problem i have with the movie is pretty much every single male character in this movie is either a piece of garbage or completely useless right yeah so judy judy greer the the daughter of... Uh, oh, there's one male that actually, like, came to... The sheriff, to, maybe. The sheriff, and then, the actually, the the girl is in the in the very beginning of that scene we don't like with the teeth. Like, the girl's in the bathroom. Yeah, but even, even that and guy, he's a, complete, like, he's a complete a-hole. He asks oh, he's the most, an a-hole, but he, he at least the goes in to defend... Questions. At least he goes in there to defend the female. Like, Barely, yeah. And then she just, like, runs away and lets him get beaten. Like, she doesn't have... Any like she's in the locked stall, then proceeds to crawl underneath to the next stall, which is unlocked, and then Mike Myers gets her. This is the kind of stuff on horror movies that drives me crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but most of the males are complete. the The father character at the end of the movie, 
He just yeah. walks out of the locked house. And dies. There's like an empty sheriff car. He's like, hey, is everything okay? Like, no one's answering him. He keeps walking towards the sheriff car. Hey, look, hey, are you there? And then, of course, gets strangled. I was like, you're, you're an idiot. Or what about the the new new Loomis, new Dr. Loomis that they the right. they, they create where he's, like, obsessed with Michael Myers and, like, I didn't kills mind, somebody. I didn't mind that so much. It was... It throws a little twist in the movie, which is otherwise fairly straightforward. I mean, yeah, I mean, they stole a lot of plots from the original. I, yeah. I, I like can't get over like the copycat scenes, like the scene, the escaping scene where they have to actually like. Yes, it's in a bus, but it's still like patients walking around, like in the very first one. Like, right. Ran, I'm like you. Could have been a little bit more original with that. Yeah, but this is what's happening with all these reboots, right? Like, look at the. The Star Wars Force Awakens, it stole a lot of shots from the original Star Wars movies, right? I mean, I, that's it's, the problem I have. Like, stop trying to copy the original and just right. be original. All this you know fan I mean? service copying the original. Yeah, like, yeah. it's just, it doesn't it's, work. It doesn't me. work for me. It's like, it doesn't, there's no originality in it. Um, I did, I did like how he, tr- how he tried to like use some of the original scenes, but switch. Mm-hmm. Um, Strode's character into those scenes. So like the scene where she's like watching the the high school and that was like how in the original movie that was, you know, Michael Myers sitting there watching her. Right. And then like her falling out the window and then disappearing was that I like. I'm the, like, I know she's gonna disappear. Yeah, like yeah. those the, that was actually cleverly done. I just wish they would have done character. Yeah, I just wish they would have done I'm something. Completely blanking on the actor's name right now. Jamie Lee Curtis, Jesus. Yeah, I mean I it, just my main problem with the movie is it just it there was maybe one scene that sort of jump scared me, but overall it's more of a slasher movie than a scary movie, right? Like a thriller slasher. I was just, you know, I was a couple drinks deep. We had a date night. Like I was all ready to be scared at the movie theater. That that's the only reason I went. If if I knew it wasn't a scary movie, I would have just waited to watch it at home, right? I was like, I was ready to. Go to the movie, watch it on the big screen, have the loud sound, and like be scared, and that didn't happen for me. Yeah, no, it didn't really do anything. But I, I like I said, I feel like that's kind of how horror movies have gone. They went from being like this jump out scary to this slasher. Like the more blood, the the the, the better off you are. There's just not really maybe. I don't know. I guess that's why people idolize the originals so much is because there was, there's not been anything like that. They try too hard to show all the blood. And the, like back in the day, like you watch the original Halloween, you don't even see any blood. There's like right. no blood in any scene, but you're so scared throughout that entire movie. But the, and, the main problem from there was also just no atmosphere. Like if you watch Get Out from last year, right? The Jordan Peele movie, mm-hmm. there's just, there's maybe like one or two jump scares in the movie, but it's not about. It, it, it's just the whole movie is this complete eerie vibe and that's you're just anxious the whole movie there's a whole just energy and up. vibe yeah. around this world that we're in in the movie and th- I had none of that in this I, movie I think that I feel like what was they tried too hard they did too many scenes that's what I mean like okay so like in the original, it was like literally like there was some buildup with like him mm-hmm. following her, mm-hmm. but then all the murders happen within two houses and one street. Right. Okay. In this one, it was like this ongoing like, oh, I'm going to kill somebody here, and then right. I'm going to kill. There was like one no buildup. 
because there was like murders like mm-hmm. almost immediately. And two, there was just too many scenes. So you had, okay. you knew that there was going to be a murder and there wasn't like this suspense of like, ooh, who's going to die? It's like, right. oh, you saw somebody in this scene. You're like, oh, they're going to die. There was yeah. like, there was no anticipation of when it was going to happen. Right. Um, yeah, it was just. I was impressed when I did a little research on the movie because the, the movie overall looks really good. Like as far as production value, especially compared to all the other Halloween movies. Yeah. I mean, it looks fantastic. What I didn't know is they only they only had a $10 million budget for this movie, which seems crazy. I mean, for how good the movie looks, like that's impressive to me, right? That's You know the original was only uh was like 300,000 yeah. and it made like 47 <laughs> million. Um it's actually like one of the most, No, it's crazy, yeah. yeah. I mean, so that is impressive just the, you know, what they how they were were able to put that money to use and it's you know, it's been crushing it at the box office. Um but it almost this movie feels like it's trying to be the dark night of Halloween or the horror genre I where think, it's I just think that they just try too hard. I think that's where the problem lies. Like they just went too far. I also think that the what was so great about the original one was the writing for Jamie Lee Curtis was mm-hmm. actually a female. Her, it was her name was Hill, and so she had like these quick, uh, snappy comebacks, and mm-hmm. just like the the dialogue was very real. Um, right. And this one, I felt like the dialogue between all the females was really disconnected. So like even like the yeah. mother, like the three main characters, like the mother, the grandma, and the da- granddaughter, like they didn't connect for me at all. Mm-hmm. They were like three different people, and they like never. It, their stories never like I just it felt yeah, really disconnected, I and I think that what was lacking was just like a, someone who could like talk like a female, I guess, because I just didn't. I know it sounds weird, <laughs> sound but like, more girly. No, I just it, there was no emotional tie. Like it was, it wasn't done. If you have three females talking, mm-hmm. you need somebody who understands how females talk to each other. There, I just okay. it, that wasn't there for me. I got gotcha. you. So, but I mean the. I'm not big into horror movies. I don't really care about the Halloween franchise. When I saw the trailer, it really sold. I'm like, this looks like a really cool horror movie. You have Jamie Lee Curtis shooting shotgun. Like, I'm in, you know? Well, Jamie Lee Curtis is the only reason I like that movie, by the way. But it just really reminded me of, like, again, The Dark Knight, where they rebooted this Batman franchise that was completely in a dumpster. And just the whole whole vibe of this movie, especially when I saw the trailer, it's like, oh, it's just the way this... The cinematography looks, it's like, it's a little more dark. It's a little bit more broody. It just looks way more professional. They're trying to reboot this franchise. And it just, to me, it just fell flat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but I do want to give a shout out for Jamie Lee Curtis. Because I think she did phenomenal. <laughs> no, she was great. Yeah. I thought it was weird. So Judy Greer, who's the daughter to Jamie Lee Curtis in the movie, uh-huh. when her husband dies, like... She doesn't even react. <laughs> There's, like, nothing. She's like, where's my husband? And then she, like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, all of a sudden she goes into like this other mode and she like becomes more like Jamie Lee Curtis. And I'm like, she's like, I've, I even, I already forgot the husband's name. He's like, where is he? Is he okay? And then just kind of like moves on. Yeah. It was very. And the, the daughter doesn't even like react at all. Like, oh, my dad's dead. Cool. Yeah. The daughter didn't seem to care yeah, at all. It was, it was very, that's what I'm saying. It's like the emotional aspects of the females just like fell short to me so well, much. Just of everybody. It just. Yeah, it was definitely a disconnect. Yeah, was I like, mean, Jeremy, Jeremy, Jamie Lee Curtis, I think, crushed it. And then yeah. Everything else is meh. 
Yeah, that's pretty it just much. Doesn't really do it for me, man. I th- my favorite part of the movie was there was a ten, like a ten or eleven year old sitting behind us in the movie theater, and at the end of the movie, when the husband is going outside right before he gets killed, he goes outside. He knows there's a killer out there. I, I think that was the scene, and the kid behind us was like, "You stupid!" <laughs> and the whole movie theater just cracked up. I think that was my favorite part of the movie. Agreed, agreed. <laughs> I just I kept waiting for stuff like for like me to get either scared or like anxious, and I was just kind of sitting there the whole time, kind of like blah. But I, I do spoiler alert. I do really like what they did with the the whole house at the end. The house is good. The only thing that bothered me is she's like, she's had this whole plan for what, 40 years, 30 years? Yeah. I think it's 40 years, right? Yeah. The murder happened. She's planned this whole thing out for 40 years. She's got all these booby traps in the house. She has this lock on the front door, but forgets that half of her front door is made out of glass. So Mike Myers at one point punches through the front door and starts strangling her anyway, even though the door is locked. It's like, really? We couldn't, like, in 40 years, get just a solid door with, like, a peephole so you can look outside? Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, that, These are I the think. kind of things I think about. <laughs> um, and then the other thing, so Mike Myers gets burned in the end. But then everyone runs out of the house, house burns down, then the camera goes back inside into the room where Mike Myers is supposed to die. We don't see a Mike Myers, right? Did you notice that? Yeah. I was like, oh no, sequel alert. And then apparently, we didn't stay for this, but apparently if you watch the credits, the music stops at one point and you can like, you can hear him breathing. So everyone's thinking they're going to make a sequel to this sequel. Well, you didn't catch the whole scene where the the granddaughter was holding the knife yes like that's also like a that's how really? they, yeah that's she like gonna a, turn to mike myers it's just like a weird thing they've done in other movies it's a okay. kind of a spoiler alert like oh is she taking over as the and then this movie heroine? does clear the air so all the other sequel. i mean how, how many sequels have there been six yeah. something like that those all get erased yeah. this movie is the sequel to the original movie and so all you know, all the other things that have been made up through the years get erased. And because I was always of the understanding, not being that much in the Halloween franchise, that Mike Myers and Jamie Lee Curtis's character were brother and sister, right? No, that's just the, that's only. I believe of... they made that up in the original sequel, but then that gets erased because. The second one. Yeah, yeah. So the second movie, the original yeah. sequel. Um, but then that gets erased early in the movie. That gets mentioned, and the guy, one of the characters, is like, oh, no, that's just. That's just something somebody made up. But for, from like an outsider like me looking in, it just slightly confused me. But then I had to look it up after the movie. I'm like, okay, so what's the actual Oh, I looked all that up like, right after I watched Hot. <laughs> yeah, the, the problem with that whole series is that they like botched horrible like remakes. They, and they screwed up the plot lines in so many different areas where they had to like jump from one and they didn't like the last one. So they skipped that one and went back to movies. And I don't know. I, I feel like... One thing that that Halloween just fails is like keeping the plot line straight throughout all the sequels. Mm-hmm. Um, something that like other those other iconic like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street really just like they have their plot line set and they never right. falter from it. Halloween it had so many different directors and the original one was so done so perfectly that the other ones 
kept trying to match that and mm-hmm. just fell off the well. And this one in particular, I think that my biggest problem with this one is just that it's so convoluted in its plot. Like the first one, it was like really simple. It was yeah, like, yeah, it's just too much stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, it was right? like, it was so, it was like, okay, so this guy escapes and he goes back to his original house and he like follow, starts following this one couple because they, you know, one set of kids because they irritate him and they're babysitters and they're kind of the same age as his sister. Right. And so they, he kind of like stalks them a little. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's just so simple. You don't know what the storylines on any of them are. Right. You don't hear any of the backstory except for, like, that this person has a boyfriend and that, yeah. she, you know, you kind of get that she's kind of a floozy. But in this this one, it's like... There's a million... So oh, my God. There's, like, 5,000 the, names and there's this storyline with the, the granddaughter. Well, the storyline with the podcasters. <sighs> There's, There's the original storyline with the with the kid. Wait, and hold on, the, so let's get this straight. There's the original storyline with uh, Lori and Mike Myers. Yeah. Then you and have the storyline with her daughter, how she's uh, you know she got raised to be all paranoid. Yeah. And, and then her up. relationship and with then her daughter. Her daughter. Exactly. And her and then and then you have the and their relationship with all of each other. <laughs> with each other. And then you have you have like, the podcasters. You have the, in the podcasters. Beginning. You have the kid that wants to dance, but some for some reason his dad wants to. Put a gun in his hand and, and make him more manly. You have the daughter's boyfriend. Yeah, the daughter's of crap. boyfriend. Then you have the daughter's boyfriend's friend, friend who's, who's trying to make a move on her. Yeah. And I and I still feel like we're forgetting something. Oh, and then there's like the 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 phone call in the house to the girl who you love the death on. It was like the most violent one. Um, no, I didn't love. The oh, you death didn't on love that. the death on it. But she gets a phone call like right before the death, telling her to lock up her doors, and she gets scared. Which is just weird. You just don't know where that came from. And he comes in and gets the knife for I the guess, first time. just because they know he's out on the streets or something. I don't know. It's just really weird. It, it was like, it was too much going on. It was too convoluted. Yeah, a lot of subplots going it on. Was st- it was unnecessary. There was no build because I was trying to follow all the damn plots. Yeah, it's and like, it's just all these white people with all their white people names. Yeah. There's Dave and Laurie and Michael. It's like, I had to look it up. Like, I couldn't keep everyone's name straight. It's just all the most generic names. I I just feel like they should have just, like, gone either straight into, like, he got, he escaped and then he Mm -hmm. found her. I don't understand why we needed to, like, have this long, drawn out, like, like, in the original Halloween, it was like, none of the, it was all build up until that last scene where everybody Mm -hmm. starts to die. You know, but everything up until that point, he he's ha- doesn't really do a lot of killing in that point. It's just him following her around and right. appearing in like different spots. So this is this intense buildup of like what's going to happen, right. when, when, you know. And then in this one, it was like you see a scene with him and one person, and you knew that person was going to die. Yeah, it was like every time it was like expected, like oh, he's there, so that person's going to die. Oh, he's there, and that person's going to die. Which he, like, when when he's first out on the streets, he goes back into the shed, gets a hammer kills the person in that house, then goes to the next house, kills that person to get a knife? Yeah. It, it, it's like, what? Okay. It, 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 that's what I'm saying. It was like, Why does he need a hammer in the first place? Just it, strangle it, the person, get the knife? Well, this is the thing. It was like, in the original movie, it was like, whatever was around, he would use to kill. Okay, it wasn't right. like he had to go search for a weapon. In this one, it was almost like they tried to put, they needed a certain amount of weapons to make it, like, reach a certain no, slasher I, I, quality. Obviously, obviously, the knife is his trademark. Yeah. Weapon. But I'm saying, like, why even mess with the hammer? I, I, it's I don't know. It, Too much going on. That's my point. It just there was just like it was like a need to like have a certain amount of deaths with a certain amount of kill factors so that it could have like a slasher. The shock factor. Yeah. I, I also also I also don't think it helps. I mean, the director of this movie, Green, 
he's never, from what I can tell, never really done a legit horror movie. So he's he's kind of going into some new terrain there. Yeah. There's always going to be a learning curve with that. I feel like he tried to put too many social then, things in there, too. So he wrote the script together with Danny McBride, who, last time I checked, Danny McBride isn't really known for writing horror movie scripts. He's a comedy guy. So, you know, I... I admire what they did with it. I don't think either of them coming from horror backgrounds, but I also there's there's no way that that can help the movie too. You know what I mean? It's no, just, you have two like guys a, who aren't really known for doing horror stuff. Well, there's like a certain I don't know. I, it, horror movies are very basic. They're supposed to be basic because it's not supposed to be convoluted. It's I, like I don't think it has to be basic at all. But it's just the way this one was done. It just doesn't. Oh yeah, I mean and. So on top of all the other plot points, then you have, there's the sheriff who's trying to do his thing. There's the doctor who's doing his, I mean, there's just so much, so many characters, so much going on, and you don't really get all that attached to, to any one of them. I mean, you get attached to, uh, you know, to Lord, the main character, Lori, just, but you know her from the other movie. That's why. Right. No, Jamie Lee Curtis does a phenomenal job. No, like, she does a phenomenal she is, job. She is by far the only thing I liked in this movie. Like, not the only thing, but, but one of the high... Because she's really the only character crossing over from, you know, from the movie universe. No, the, right? the police, the, the sheriff was I also... I guess the sheriff, yeah. ...was also in it. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. But, again, yeah, I just don't think you need all of that. It was, it was, a, little, it was a little much. I mean, I really do... I did think the ending was quite creative spoiler alert but um no i the ending that was i guess if i were to pick a favorite part i really like the beginning of the movie because it sets a great ambiance kind of what i was looking for for the whole movie where i got really anxious right with those you're yeah. at a sane asylum i think that was really cool and then yeah the end of the movie in the house and you know, everyone's getting killed and they're looking for Mike Myers in the house. That worked for me, too. Everything in between is kind of a mess. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I think my least favorite death, like my least, well, other than the teeth part, there was also one other like death that just like didn't work for me in terms of Mike Myers um, was the the, ho- the taking off of the head and hollowing it out and putting a flashlight. Do you remember that? Where they made it into... Yeah. <laughs> I actually kind of like that. It was... But yeah, but it was... But he hollowed that head out pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> Must have some pumpkin carving tools with them. Uh, yeah. You know what I think would have worked better for me is screw the podcasters. I mean, it's really kind of pointless that they're there. All they're there for is kind of... That one to give scene. An ex- not to give an excuse to kind of do exposition for people who aren't familiar with yeah. the Halloween franchise. What I think would have worked better for me is if you're going to have the doctor as kind of a central part and he's and, you know he ends up killing the sheriff and... Yeah. He's trying to figure out what it like what it's like to kill someone. Start the whole movie in the insane asylum. Just folk, give me more on the doctor. Build his character up. Give me some scenes with him and Mike Myers. He's trying to get Mike Myers to talk to. Build that whole relationship up to where yeah. I can believe that more that he would kill the sheriff and he really like he wants to know what it's like to be Mike Myers. He's so obsessed with him. Like yeah, almost. Why, I almost want to see podcasters there. It's, they get killed off within the first ten minutes of the movie. It's. Yeah, I almost want to see like him, he, he having the mask would make sense more to me. Exactly, or right? Like him going to go mask. talk to Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis and like try and like figure out Michael Myers' brain and like what happened, you know, that would have worked for me. But yeah. yeah, the podcasters really just was like an unnecessary addition. Yeah, it really it really was. Um 
But, you know, movies killing it at the box office. If you like it, more power to you. It's just not for us. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, is there anything else you want to say about the Halloween movie? No. No, I plead the fifth. Um, anyways, if there's something you want to hear us talk about, if you got some feedback, questions, if you just want to say hello, um, you can reach out to us, Instagram, Twitter, at Modern Life Pod. You can email us, modernlifepod at gmail.com. We're always checking that regularly. Um, not sure what we're going to do next. I know we're, we're doing a whole line of kind of holiday movies that we're going to release in December, so look forward to that. Uh, we're just about to record. We just watched Love Actually. We're going to do a podcast on that, some of our favorite kind of holiday-slash-Christmas movies. Um, but, yeah, that'll be coming out in December. Between that, we'll just be releasing some other stuff that we want to talk about. And we will see you guys soon.